Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Realm Rocketry Podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about some terms that you might hear in model rocketry. We'll get started right after this. Ignition sequence start. Five, four, three, two, one. Since the beginning of time, man has peered into the night sky and wondered... How do I get there? It's the Realm Rocketry Podcast with your host, Brennan Thompson. Hi, and welcome to a new episode of Realm Rocketry. As you heard, we're going to talk about some terms today. So, yeah, the first term I want to talk about is called a Kato. A Kato is something you'll probably hear when a launch went bad. So, what I mean by that is, like, the rocket blew up, or damage was sustained on the rocket, that kind of thing. And it also can be said like a motorcado, and a motorcado is when the motor is the thing that's at fault. So, like, if the motor blows up, then that would be considered a motorcado. And the cado is a bad thing. Basically blowing up. This actually stands for catastrophic failure. The next one I want to go over is long burn motor. So you're going to hear about long burn motor probably most often if you either go, I mean, I think it's just going to happen most often when you go to a motor manufacturer or seller and they're going to talk about motors with you, that kind of thing. You might hear long burn. But what it means is it means a motor that actually is burning for a long time. Now, to define a long time, I'm going to have to tell you this. So, let's count seven seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That actually feels like a long time. So, it's actually really short to us, but 7 seconds is actually a long time for thrusting, because if you recall, the standard Estes engines usually are about a second to two seconds, in fact, sometimes even less than a second. So, alright, so the next one I want to look at is the black powder motor. So the black powder motors are the ones that you probably bought at the hobby shop when you got your first motors, or... They're, I'm just going to say they're the standard SS motors. They are just standard. There's other ones called composites, but the black powders rule pretty much the A through D area. You might find a couple composites in D, but it's more of, it's lower power, and they ignite easier. So, next one I want to go over is composite motor. So this one is usually used in E and up, and black powder motors aren't usually used when you're talking about higher power rocketry. And the reason why is because it would be just too much black powder, it would be too heavy for the rocket. So what's going to have to happen is you're going to have to take a black powder motor motor and somehow find a way to make the black powder really efficient. You can't do that. So composites are used in high powers. They're they're a pain to ignite. Sometimes you'll get lucky and they'll ignite easy. But they're a pain. 
So, it's just, you don't want to get started in closets right away. The black powders are the better ones to get started in. So then there's hybrid motors. So, these are a solid and a liquid. So, that's, in, that's like both composite and liquid engines in mind. That's why it's called hybrid. And the hybrid engine is a very expensive setup, and I would not recommend doing this until you have a big experience. The hybrid motor would probably come up in a book or something. There's probably a lot of good resources online, so if you want to look into hybrid motors right now, you can, but I would not recommend getting started in them at all. Alright, so the next thing is the liquid motor. So this one you're actually probably pretty familiar with. This is what they use when they're launching real rockets that aren't like the solid rocket boosters because the liquid ones are, they're just easy, they're just better somehow. I mean, NASA chose what they did for a reason. So that's what NASA and SpaceX use on their rockets. It's, I mean, you can do it in model rocketry, but just like the hybrid motor is kind of rare. So the next one is called TARC. So you're going to hear about this one usually when you're wanting to compete and you're like a teenager or middle schooler or a high schooler. So this is basically the where you compete for younger students, like not college students. Uh, it's for middle schoolers and high schoolers. And it, what it is is it's basically egg lofting every single year is just as varied so on one of the first years they did they would do something like one egg you'd have to carry up and go to a specific altitude then since teams keep getting better now it's more like two three eggs so it just keeps getting harder and harder and by the way tark stands for the team American Rocketry Challenge. I believe it does. I don't know if it still does anymore. I don't know. It could be Team America Rocketry Challenge. I don't know. But something like that. Alright, so the next one I want to go over is the NAR. So NAR stands for the National Association of Rocketry. And this is basically the big daddy. It'll give you insurance. It'll also give you a free... Well, it includes magazine with your membership, which is really good. It has like 47 pages. And it also gives you, let's see, a lot of online resources and much, much more. You can go to their website, which is nar.org, and you'll see just how great this is. It's also not that expensive. I mean, it's like for your senior members, which is, let's see, 21 and up, that's $60. For junior members, which is is like 16 starts at, I don't know, but from 0 to 20, that's probably about $25. Alright, so I would definitely recommend going and being a member of the NAR if you're feeling like doing rocketry. So, what is Estes? That's the next one I want to go on. So, Estes is where you get your model rocket motors. So, this, well... Let me explain. So Estes was a company that did model rocket engines, or motors, whatever you want to call them, I don't care. And they're black powder motors. But as rocketry went on, people wanted to build bigger and bigger and bigger motors, and that's when composites went in. Because the black powder started out with A and B, but 
Estes was able to go up to D, but the problem was, is it was too heavy and all that stuff. So, composite motors came around, and Estes was going to go out of business. Well, maybe go out of business, because people wanted to buy the big motors. So, they had to make some bigger motors, so that's why they have the D, C, E, black powders now. And now they have composite motors, which I wouldn't recommend. I would recommend either an Aerotech motor or a uh, Cesaroni motor. I don't know how to say that right. But I would not recommend a composite for your first flight. I would recommend a black powder motor. Do not use composite for your first flight. Unless you... I don't know. Unless you have a experienced rocketeer who just happens to be helping you. And they say you should. So... Next thing I want to go over is STEM. So, STEM is, you'll hear that when people talk about science and all that stuff, but STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. There's another variant that's called STEAM, which includes the art, but STEM is technically promoted through rocketry, and it's a great word to throw around as science teachers and tell them you better do more rocketry. <laughs> I don't know. But epoxy is the next one I want to go over. So epoxy, you're going to hear that a lot in high-power rocketry, and epoxy is not for low-power rocketry, that's all I'm going to say. Unless you're Estes R&D. And if you're Estes R&D, then go ahead, go with epoxy, I don't care, I don't know how you build rockets, so go do your thing, your stuff looks great. But if you're not, I'd recommend using wood glue, because wood glue is, one, a lot easier to clean up, two, bonds a lot better, and I think that's all I got for that one. So the next one I want to go over is a land shark. So a land shark is a rocket that's not flying up, which you want your rockets to fly up, is flying sideways. And you don't want your rockets to fly sideways for obvious reasons. And when it does fly sideways, it's called a land shark. And these land sharks are not good to have. I never really had one at our club, thankfully. But if you do have one, it's hard to outrun a rocket, so you run away from the rocket is what I think. Um... So, yeah, the land shark would probably come up when you have some sort of dangerous scenario. That's what I'd say. So, the next one is called an odd rocket. And these are also abbreviated as odd rocks. Doesn't really matter how you call it. And basically, this is different than three fins on a nose cone, which is the standard model rocket. Some rocketeers get bored of that kind of stuff, so they're like, okay, we're not going to be able to... We're not doing this anymore. Odd rockets are cooler, and, like, Plus Kits is a great place to go find odd rockets. Um, you can make odd rockets yourself. It just has to look odd. It just can't look like a regular thing. I mean, even a paint job can make something a little bit odder. Although... That's not usually going to do it. I'd recommend just building a weird rocket in the first place. Like, let me try to give you an example. Like, if you take a styrofoam Easter egg and you make it stable, and that's what you launch, that's considered an odd rocket. The next thing I want to talk about is snap swivels. So a snap swivel is... It's used for fishing, and they're actually great for parachutes. 
because the thing is, is your parachutes are going to get tangled, and you don't want that, because if that happens, your recovery isn't going to be so great. And that's not good, because you technically want to have your rocket land softly and be good. So, that's that. Alright, so the next thing is thermal cycling. And thermal cycling is just not a good thing, and it's not really important to know. Just don't, basically what I'm going to say is thermal cycling is when black powder motors go bad. It's basically when you're going from cold to hot really quickly, or hot to cold really quickly. And you don't want that. So basically what I'm going to say is don't store your black powder or composite motors in the garage or any uncontrolled temperature place. You want to make sure you have stable temperatures. Alright. So next one would be uh, Apogee. So that's when your rocket has reached peak height. And you'll probably hear that when people are calling out stuff like it might be like launch, um, then apogee, trail smoke. Doesn't always happen, but sometimes. And it's just the height of when the rocketry. It's just when the rocketry rocket hits the top height. So friction fit. Next one. So friction fit. You'll probably hear in an SS catalog someday. You'll go build a rocket, and it'll say. You gotta put some tape around your motor. So, what you'll do is you'll put tape around your motor. You'll make sure you can get in and out. And that'll be called friction fit. <clears throat> and the reason why you want to do friction fit instead of some other way is because you don't have to put an engine hook in, which cuts down weight. And two, because it is... Let's see, what else? It's just kind of better when you're using clusters because you don't want to blow out all your engine hooks. It's still good. It's lightweight. Alright, so the next one is your zipper. No, this is not a coat zipper. This is when your parachute shreds. So usually what happens is your rocket goes to Apogee, which we just learned that term uh, two terms ago. And... What happens is the parachute comes out too fast when the rock's going too fast. And that's not good. They'll usually shred the parachute. Um, there's stuff called ripstop nylon parachutes, and those are actually really, really good. They're also really, really expensive. If you really want to spend money on rocketry, I recommend those. <coughs> but those are great for stopping it, but really. You don't want to even have the scenario of a zipper. It's just not a great thing. Alright, so last term. An airfoil. Well, an airfoil is when you sand the fin and you feel so tired after sanding that you just want to be done with model rocketry. <laughs> Airfoils are hard. Uh, they make your rocket fly higher. But sometimes you don't want that, so if you want to do an airfoil, go ahead and do it. There's some great ones online. I think that NASA has them published. But most people, most ordinary people who hate sanding, I don't love sanding, I don't hate sanding, but most people who don't like sanding usually just round the edges of their fins, and what that means is you take 
the fins and the edges of them, you just put a piece of sandpaper and you rub at the edges until edges until it's a bit round. This is actually a really good airfoil and it worked really well. Alright, so that's it today. I hope you guys enjoyed this and I'll see ya. You can contact me by going to the contact page of my website and doing it from there. I have a link to my website in the description. Thank you for listening to the Realm Rocketry Show. Please subscribe, rate, and review. You can visit my website from the link in the description. Until next time, remember, what could go right? Safety third!